0: Welcome to 10-Minute Tips to Teach Music with Clarissa Custom Music's very own Kerry Lacey. Hey everybody, welcome to 10-Minute Tips to Teach Music. My name is Kerry Lacey and I'm from Clarissa Custom Music. This week on 10-Minute Tips to Teach Music, I thought it would be good to do a podcast about my top five online resources that I use on a daily basis. I use them uh, with my students. I use them for myself. So uh, I thought I would go through them. The first is an iPad app. Now it actually is available on iProducts on Apple and also on the Google Play Store. So if you're an Android user you also can get access to it. This is called Usition. Now you may or may not have seen it. It's a great app. You have the opportunity to learn to play guitar piano, ukulele or bass I think it is and the app itself has lots of different levels so you get a 30 minute lesson once a day for free. You do have a paid version if you wish to go that way but I found it when I was trialing it that uh, I only needed to do half an hour a day. That was fine, gave me enough stuff to get through and after the 30 minutes It'll stop giving you access to new material, but you still can go over the material you've just done. So for young students, it's quite good. I gave this um, link to a friend of mine who runs a ukulele class and her little kids in grade 4 absolutely love it. They really do love it. They do it together as a whole class. So uh, that's really cool. The good thing about the app is that if you can see this screen here, it actually has... um, the tells you where to put your fingers. It shows you what uh, finger to actually use. has little colours. It's a bit like Guitar Hero, I guess. And you travel along. Now, you don't have to plug your guitar in. You don't. You can do it acoustically, and it will register the software. It will actually register your um, guitar playing. It will tell you what you got right, what you didn't quite get right. You can go back through, and you can change it. For guitar, um, you can do lead guitar, or you can do rhythmic guitar. I tried it for a couple of weeks, just at home. I've used it on my iPad. I've used it on my Mac uh, desktop. I've used it on my phone uh, using Android. So it's a great little uh, musician app. If you've never seen it, do grab it and uh, check it out. The next online source that I like to use is Jazz at Lincoln Center. Now I run a jazz orchestra, and that particular group have a developmental program that they follow, and One of the things I like to do is get them to learn, uh, look at by learning. So we do lots of watching and listening. We listen to a lot of our uh, pieces of music that we're studying and we uh, look at some history and some background to each of those pieces. They are a big fan of uh, old school swing, which is interesting. So Jazz at Lincoln Centre certainly does help me out in that respect. You can see at the the jazz.org website that they've actually got Watch and Listen. And they have a whole range of live webcasts and the Jazz Academy resources. If you're um, not familiar with this particular site, jazz.org, you might be familiar with the YouTube channel. This is what the YouTube channel videos kind of look like. I use a lot of these ones. Uh, these are videos that, as you can see, go for two, three, five, sometimes seven minutes. They have lots of things for all different types of instruments, everything from jazz sound on the saxophone to playing the guitar to particular drumming rudiments uh, that are broken down it does cover a whole range of things there's trombone in here there's use of plunging mutes these are just the ones that i've saved for my students in order to listen to that we're specifically focusing on so jazz at lincoln center the jazz academy videos absolutely fantastic i highly recommend you subscribe to them They normally send an email once every couple of weeks, so it's not like you're going to get bombarded with uh, new additions up onto the site. The third thing that I've been really uh, using a lot of lately is John Bergman's site. This is uh, a gentleman who's big into flipped learning. Now, he does a lot of conferences, you can see on the screen, at his website that he um, runs a lot of conferences around the place, the Global Leaders. He also has a flipped learning mastery course that you can do online online. The Flip Learning Radio is where I tend to listen to because on flip learning the flip side. He actually has a podcast, so I do um, listen to that quite regularly. You can see that he has uh, a whole range of posts about what flip learning is, the Genius Hour, which I know some people have been trying, project-based learning, how to flip a lesson. That's an interesting one. He's also got courses as well as video presentations and, of course, some books and things. He does some TED-Ed stuff. So I highly recommend looking into John Bergman's resources on flipped learning. If you want to get started on it you're not quite sure how to go about it, then this is a great place to start. Now I got onto this because I actually was introduced to something called the Horizon Report. Now you might not be familiar with this, but every year this uh, body of 61 experts get together and they uh, look at schools, and they look at education, look at higher education, and they say to um, to us in the end, this is what we think are the challenges that we're going to face in technology, uh, and in trends that are going to drive your educational change over the next three to five years. Actually, it's one to three to five years. When you download the report, the report looks a lot like this. As a matter of fact, this is the twenty seventeen report, and you can see that. They split the report into long-term trends, into mid-term trends and into short-term trends. So at the moment, for the next 12 months, you can see coding as a literacy and the rise of STEAM learning seems to be coming through on a worldwide global view. Um, Things that are a little bit more, a bit sort of taking a little bit longer for the next three to five years, it's looking at redesigning your learning spaces and looking at measuring learning. Okay, and deeper learning approaches are sort of, you know, five or more years. Down the bottom here, they then have significant challenges. So, what are the things that are really easy that we understand and we can work out how to solve? Well, authentic learning experiences and improving digital literacy. That's something we can do. What's something that's difficult that it's going to be a little bit harder for us to try and do as educators and teachers? Well, rethinking our role as a teacher and teaching something called computational thinking and then they say that these are the things in here that are totally wicked and that we uh, have lots of trouble defining let alone actually thinking about a solution and that's something called the achievement gap and sustaining innovation through leadership changes. So then of course further on down it says these are the sorts of things you want to try and adopt in the next 12 months you know makerspaces and robotics. If you're not doing that in your schools, then maybe you might want to think about uh, investigating that area. In the next three to five years, virtual reality and analytics um, is something that you probably, you know, in the next three years. Artificial intelligence and the Internet of Things, it's an interesting uh, series of of, um, discussions in that section. So this is something that I would highly recommend you have a look at. Along with the Horizon Report you also get the uh, Toolkit. So this is a copy of the 2017 Toolkit and you can see that they've got it divided into things to adopt, um, impending things and then educational things to sort of roll through. This is a, a actual device or a document rather that um, can give you an opportunity to lead it with your team at school. So you can see that they have provided you with discussion questions. Um, you can find statements that link to each of them. So for example, on long term on advanced cultures innovation, how do we encourage the development of new ideas currently? You know does our current learning environment promote experimentation? Uh, how do we define success? How do we define failure? Should we rethink the definition? So this document actually gives you a whole range of questions you can start to ask yourself, your team of leaders or the people that are in your um, faculty area to look at perhaps how things discussed in the Horizon Report might affect you at a school level. The very last one I like to do is I have just discovered this. It's called Mentimeter. I don't know if you've ever seen it. I used it in my class the other day with my 12 students with a masterclass, Wordle. So we did a, a word cloud and so very simple thing to do. It's free obviously um, for you to use and this one for example I have you can choose to to pick any of these options I chose a word cloud once you do that you can elect um, three entries per voter or just one word or two words you can um, put on profanity filters and you can allow kids to submit more than once if you wish um, once you do that, a code comes up. You can see here. So the students go to menti.com and they type in the code, and then they will come with the, get to a screen that has just their entry points in it. Uh, during the course of the masterclass, in this case, the student was performing. They had to put in three words that best described the positive parts of the student's playing that they heard, and so. While the students are playing and while the other students are entering their words, nobody can see the word cloud except me. And then at the end of the presentation, I turn around the word cloud and we can see these are the sorts of things that everybody thought um, was quite good about your performance. And then just for fun, at the end, you could get them to put in an emoji, for example, and that comes up on the screen as well, which is a cute little thing. So they're my top five sort of online resources that I like to use uh, around the place. They're pretty cool things. So I hope you have um, find these really useful. If you head on over to the website, clarissacustommusiccomau that's K-L-E-R-R-I-S-A, you will find uh, all the links. You'll find post uh, in the um, standard posting area and you'll find a link to all of these places, everything as I've spoken to your musician, jazz at Lincoln Centre, John Bergman's Flipped Learning, The Horizon Report, and Mentimeter. That's it for this week. I look forward to talking to you a little bit later. For more tips and tricks, head on over to ClarissaCustomMusic.com.au.